Welcome everyone. This is a side of tilt. This is episode eight. I'm your host Matt. I'm Anthony, and I'm Raymond. Today we're going to be talking about a few topics. Uh, Worlds is over, as we all know, uh, but there's a lot of off-season discussions to be had. Uh, the main season for League of Legends is over. Preseason has begun with a bunch of new cool things they've done, but we're going to start off preseason. I think Trans going to kick it off from there. Uh, yeah, to start off, uh, we're going to talk about pre- off-season rumors. Um, some of the big news that's been happening this week. Uh, first, we will... Uh, well, the big recent news I want to talk about is the is the Perks leaving G2 news. We'll talk about the TSM news a little bit later. But um, yeah, so it's uh, it's confirmed that Perks is, is leaving G2. It's not, su- it's not hard confirmed yet where he's landing, but it's looking like he's going to land at Cloud9. Hey. Um, Dang. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, pretty big signing for Cloud9. I'm kind of, I'm honestly kind of surprised that uh, <laughs> I'm honestly kind of surprised that TSM couldn't pick him up. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if it was like his buyout was like too high or they just want to funnel the money in there. Why is Perks leaving G2 in the first place? He wants <clears throat> to play mid lane. Yeah, he so he's playing uh, so he's playing AD. He roll swapped to from mid to AD for uh, to get caps on his team, which was on he was on Fnatic. Caps is like the best like. Western mid laner, pretty much everyone agrees on. Um, he's an insane player, and so uh, and I guess yeah. So I guess Perks wants to go back to mid lane now, and he doesn't want to have to have Cap swap to AD because they already tried that, and I guess it didn't work or whatever. They seem they seem still pretty good. Yeah, they so, seem to be really well. They yeah. they did that for one split. For one split, right? I still think they won the split too. Yeah, so, they won like, the split, but it, I don't know. Maybe Cap yeah. just doesn't want to play uh, AD, and so uh, yeah, so he's That's in mid lane, fair. and then um. Yeah, so Perks wants to play mid again, and so to do that, he decided to leave. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that not a European team picked him up. Also surprised that not a. I figure a Worlds LCS team would have picked him up. Like the whole like him going to C9, C9 did do really good until they just like flopped and then did make Worlds. But um, I mean, it's pretty insane signing for C9. They're gonna have a. I'm sure all their fans are super excited. Yeah, they're gonna have a strong right. roster now. Yeah. I mean, they're already who's pretty their, strong. Who's their current mid laner? Um, Nisky. Which, with the, with that news, actually, it's a uh, going with that. Uh, I it was actually confirmed that, uh, well, verbally confirmed, I think, because uh, this is all uh, precursors because uh, free agency doesn't start till the uh, Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. So everything that's like that you've been hearing about is uh, is like mainly just. Rumors of some are pretty much hard confirmed. They just can't officially announce it yet until Riot, you know, until it goes into a free agency period. Uh, but yeah, some of these things are pretty much confirmed. Um, what was I saying? I was saying, uh, oh, Nisky uh, is seems like he's heading to Fnatic to replace uh, Nemesis, which is okay. um, which is pretty wild to me. Okay, so we're gonna talk about Nisky a little bit here because like I, I mean, Nisky is good, but it just he never had like the like the super pop off moments to me, and I kind of expect fanatic fanatic mid laners to be but i guess um it's more like how they uh, their play style is because they have a carry jungler and self-made now and i think they're trying to have a more supportive slash roamy uh mid laner so that 
the other lanes can thrive because you can't all have you can't have all five lanes be carry lanes because someone needs to sacrifice resources somewhere. That makes sense. Um, a lot of big moves are happening right now, especially in the off season. Uh, kind of crazy. Some teams I'm not wasn't expecting it, like for G two to kind of change up what they got going on, considering they were really good this year. Contenders. Yeah, you think well, they would? So they've been had they've had the same roster for like. Like, yeah, I think almost two years now. Yeah, like but I mean, close to. But they they've won like they won MSI last year, right? Yeah, they won MSI. They hit finals last year. And yeah, I mean, hopefully so it's like it works out for them. But I don't know. Yeah, Sometimes I, we, think, like, I uh, think it's mostly just Perks wants to do his own thing. Yeah, he yeah, wants to do mid now. I think yeah. sacrificing. Maybe he's coming to NA because he knows he can win here. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, so like it's it's been like a, a history of. Bad imports for NA isn't like they, we get some imports and like they're super supposed to be superstar contenders and like they come over and they like end up flopping. It's like uh, a lot of things have been going down like uh, Yellow Star from Fnatic a long time ago to TSM, uh, Sven and Mithy who came from uh, G two, who was like an insane bot lane duo came to TSM and ended up flopping super hard. Uh, another it makes me think Sven, it's uh, a coaching thing for TSM when that kind of thing happens. And maybe with beer. Well, it's not, I coach. mean, it's not just that because like Feb, uh, Febben has uh, came over here and done the same thing. Um, I know there's some. There's gotta be other ones I just can't remember off the top of my head. Obviously, the ones that impact TSM, I probably remember more. But um, came over. I mean, yeah, and then or JJ. Even like, well, even like, yeah. So like, Core JJ is uh, a good He's example good. for having a good, imp- uh, good import. Yeah. Like, we, uh, there's a, there's been other Korean imports that just can't mesh well because like language barrier or something like that. But, that makes um, sense too. Another, yeah. uh, I think something I really want to talk about is before we get into like the big hitter teams is like Hundred Thieves is like changing their entire roster except for uh, someday. Every single yeah, person the, is being swapped, yeah. and it, I mean, kind of makes sense. Hundred Thieves isn't super strong right now or they weren't last year so having them uh change everything out is kind of crazy but maybe good and apparently what i was reading is that like um they're gonna be quite strong if these rumors are true uh rumors being someday staying closer's coming in tommy fbi and who he and who he's always uh good yes. really good so yeah. i mean so they basically could... took golden Go guardians without the mid laner yeah <laughs> shoved into the shoved into 100 things <laughs> with, with someday yeah, somebody's insane. Uh, who who's Gold Guardian's uh, top laner? It was Haunter. And Haunter is like okay, but like you never top laner for TSM. Yeah, uh, for well, like a while back, 2016, That was that was that was his prime for sure. He was uh, definitely yeah, very good was pretty then. decent. Nowadays, um, uh, what's it called? Um, someday it plays more like you can you can put resources into someday and like believe that he's gonna carry the game. Yeah, I guess that maybe you can't do that same thing with Haunter. Maybe that's why. But that's also kind of weird. Um, okay, so 100 Thieves, they're basically rebuilding from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But they, I don't know, they kind of did that last year. And like, it didn't, it didn't go it didn't well. So like, <laughs> yeah, I, so like, uh, them rebuilding and like the roster seems like it would be good. So the rebuild and um, the rebuild. Right. This is, it's like the Philadelphia, uh, 76ers, I mean, you got trust in the process. And <laughs> someday is their Joel Embiid right now, and yeah. um, they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess mean, we'll just see how it uh, pans out. You know, only time they will had, tell. They had someday. They, someday's been on hundred days for so long. Last year, he got because of some import stuff. Because he's he still takes some import slot. He had to be benched, and um, so he's playing academy. And he was 
hard smurfing on Academy and just killing, like, murdering everyone. And so he didn't get to play in LCS, like, for a little bit. And so it's, like, I, I feel like it kind of sucks for him to be there because, like, he's, like, okay, he's the main pillar for them now. But, like, he missed, like, a lot of last year and, like, the, the splits that were coming up last year. And so, like, I wonder if he, like, just wants to have a starting spot and, like, I just hope oh, I just hope the new hundred thieves roster goes good for him because he's been kind of shafted already. Yeah, well, I think he just like, wants a chance to prove himself, man. Yeah, I mean, well, because miss... everyone everyone knows he's good, right? Everyone, yeah, everyone knows. No one, no one yeah. ever says someday is bad. Everyone, like even TSM would would be looking for him as top laner for you know to fill in. Some you know what's crazy is I guess speaking of top laners from TSM is that they're getting rid of Broken Blade. Yeah, I found so that kind of surprising because he's I thought he was very strong. I think it's it's the import thing, because uh, he's a uh, Turkish in Germany. He lives in Germany. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's he's so considered he an import. And so, yeah, yeah. So the problem is with the Waster moves and Bjergsen moving out, and okay, some some other big news is that Poe is going to TSM, mm -hmm. and the Poe still takes up an import slot. And so make room for him since Bjergsen's out. Yeah, I give up a slot. How many import and slots so, can you have? Who, who's our other import? Yeah. You only have two, okay. Yeah, Spica, they got double lift, and the support oh. is uh, they're look. Um, it's rumored that the support might be Ignar, which also takes yep import slot. Yeah, which I we were kind of talking before that they're probably gonna get rid of Battlefrost and just do his poor performance in Worlds, um, and that kind of makes sense that that's happening. Spica did really well, so not too surprised that they're looking to keep him. So yeah, so like Spica, I I am I'm, I'm excited about fresh jungler, new talent. He's proven himself. He's he's good. You know, he's a good thing. Double F, you know, he's there. I don't know how. I actually don't know how long he's gonna be playing the league for. I feel like he's. I think if he doesn't do well this year, it's gonna be it for him. Well, the problem he's he's won like five straight split. Well, other than the split that he took off, which was last year, you know, the spring split, which we'll talk about. But yeah, other than that one split, he had one bad split with Liquid. He won pretty much the last like three years. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. I think. Uh, but. Or so, maybe like... he'll be done up TSM. I should say. I think I, I don't th I don't think I don't think if he uh, if he leaves TSM I think it's because he's gonna retire. I don't think yeah. I don't think TSM is gonna boot him. I don't think he's gonna leave TSM. I, if I don't think he'd go to like a losing team or that's like fair. a team that's not. Because that he left, do he very left well. Liquid with only he the only way he was leaving Liquid was to go with TSM. That was that was his thing. Right. So he's he wants to be there. Um, Battlefrost, yeah, understandably getting kicked out or getting moved out at least. It's, uh, so, so Broken Blade's gone because of the import slot, and then he's getting replaced to potentially Impact, which he's... It's been, uh, it's between, like, Licorice and Impact base right now. Yeah, and Impact is... The, the is, uh, top laners. Yeah, and Impact was the... Uh, wasn't he, he was a top laner for Team Liquid, right? He was. Yeah, um, so... For, and they're getting Alfari, which is taking up an import slot, so they have... Uh, so wait, does Impact no longer take up... Uh... No, he's a resident now, I'm pretty sure. He's a resident? Okay. Yeah. So okay. I think, because yeah, you play... Two years, if you play, right? Yeah, it's like two years. If you play in a region, you get residency. So, Broken Blade was um, close to residency then, wasn't he? Possibly. Because he played a full I mean, year of TSM. I think he was like... Uh, but they need somebody now, up. though. So Yeah, no, you're right. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so it's between Liquid and Impact for a TSM top lane. Both strong top laners, but Impact's I think, pretty legit. I think Impact is a better yeah, I agree. top laner. Impact Impact has a good has a good record. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that scares me is that uh, man, I, f I feel bad saying this, but he's also been in the scene for a very long time. And Licorice is a, uh, is a newer newer person in the scene. I kind of want I would rather probably have Licorice more for because 
he he can play a lot of different styles. Red impact impact only you can only see impact really do well if he's playing weak side tank or GP basically, right? And that's the only time he really pops off. And you never see him play like Camille. Like he plays it really well though. Yeah, like, and maybe that's what TSM's looking for to like, have think, a weak side I think, tank. I think Licorice can also play weak side off tank, but if they like need another strat, they can funnel, they can put resources into him and depend on him to carry like Broken Blade did. That's what I think. I think Licorice yeah. Licorice might not be as good as Broken Blade. With resources into him, like he can like soul sort, which is that kind of debatable. Kind of, I I think like Christian Brooklyn are really close in that aspect, and it could be it be possibly debatable that like, impact is probably better than Licorice on weak side tanks, but yeah. the the delta between both like on the spectrum, he's like I think he's good for both styles of play, and I think he would fit really well into into the TSM play style. Whether because like. If you have impact, you are not playing through impact. You, I think we're going to see. Double it, it, yeah. Impact, you just leave him alone and yeah. like and he hope does that thing. he doesn't die. And that's like, but... that's like kind of, honestly, kind of like a vulnerability, right? Because everyone knows that's what's happening. But, uh, but yeah. you can't like, you can't, I feel like impact is one of those players that you can't like really pick on. You know, like you have to put a lot of resources in in order to kill impact. Yeah, it's not like he's like not like an important lane still. I mean, having that... uh super strong weak side tank guy or oh, no, yeah i mean you have to you have you still play really well you have to be really good at playing weak side tanks so yeah like... so i don't know maybe and that might be what bjergensen now the coach that's what he's looking for maybe he's looking for a super strong mid laner potential uh bot lane with double lift still and then and having could, a could, nice like, yeah. super strong tanky top laner the whole time and that might be what we're going for because last season they went with Broken Blade, who is kind of like a licorice type, who could do your tank side, or he could go like Camille. And I mean, I they got the world. I didn't like. I didn't like Broken Blade on tanks. He just didn't have the same effect. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying. I'm saying. What I'm saying is that like maybe now they're like, okay, that didn't really work out well for us. We're getting someone who maybe similar to the Beerk and some type super strong mid laner. We don't need a carry top laner. We need someone who can. Well, okay, so you think about so okay, so if we're gonna, we're going to mid lane and support, so the mid lane support is Poe. Well, okay, it's supposedly going to be Poe Ignar combo. No one really knows about Ignar yet, but yeah. it, it would it would be it would make sense because the Poe Ignar playing together. They've been playing together since they were on Misfits, and they like went to different teams and they reunited on FlyQuest and they Smurf. They were really good. Ignar is really good, and if Ignar fits into like you know into TSM's playstyle, Poe is a control mage player. Yeah. You know, he doesn't play assassins really. He plays control scaling mage, which you would need either. So okay, so so if you have impact with a control style mage, you are playing for late game, playing for your mid to late game. There's like no early game. It's like, like it's like a really slow game. Who yeah, you're trying to start. You're you're basically you're basically team liquid now. Right? Who are control style like mid lane champs? Oriana, Azir, Victor, stuff like that. Like Syndra, maybe. And yeah. He plays Syndra, but like, bird. but Syndra, I mean, is is a burst mage. Yeah, know. that's true. I mean, still kind of controlly, but yeah. But um, I mean, that's that's just the way it is. And so, if you have that, then like, like I said, you're basically Team Liquid, and you basically remove your identity from last play, which is kind of, I guess, will make sense maybe, since like Merle Broken Blade might be out. And but but now you're like kind of pigeonholed into playing like you know, like I said, Team Fight, scaling Team Fight, and. I'm curious to see how We're Ignar and Double Lick work together too. I just, I just feel like Licorice could maybe give you a little different 
play style. The whole double finger thing, I'm kind of actually really excited for. Yeah, I'm Ingo, excited I to see. Ingo's, I think Ingo is really insane. I think, think double needs a good support. No offense to Biofrost, yeah. but I think that's what double like, really needs. When he had Core JJ on TL, they, they crushed. Was pretty, yeah. yeah. So I think if Ignar does really well with TSM, they all kind of, you know, vibe together. Um, I, follow, really I, follow, I follow Ignar for a while since uh, he's been in Europe, and then you know he's now he's in NA. He's all he's always been like I think I've only seen him have like one like like really terrible split where like I didn't really like his playstyle. But he's like a pretty much playmaker, and he he's going out there and looking looking to make plays for the team and like setting stuff up. I think well, that's Frost is, yeah, Balfrost. I feel like didn't have that like that killer instinct to go in and make the play. Yeah, and I think Balfrost was like, I am a killer in worlds. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna prove to the world I'm a killer. And then basically he got doubled if killed. So still right. He was still a killer, just <laughs> killing the wrong just, people. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, double if I think double if needs needs some help. Yeah, because that's what I kept watching yeah. in worlds was like Balfrost trying to make these insane plays, and I'm like, bro, you just fed. Like, what are you doing? Like, stop it. Yeah. Just like sometimes I sometimes I just kind of wanted to be like after like a couple matches when they like he's trying to do those insane plays and they were just getting like worked. I was like, bro, just like chill, get some farm. Like sometimes. It's one of those games where you're just like, obviously, we, we're not good at being aggressive, so we got to sit back and try to just farm. And he, I really feel like he was like, no, 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 I'm going to prove it. I'm going to do it. And, whoop, 0-6. Goose egg. Listen, he committed, man. He committed. He hey, you got to, hey. He committed. You got to right. commit on something, man. You can't just, yeah. That's right, man. Yeah, you don't don't pivot ever. Well, okay, so, so looking, weak, looking at the team. weakness when you pivot. Looking at the team between Licorice and Impact, I... I would probably, I'd probably have it either one, and it's just uh, different. It will really, I think it will really shape the definition of the team, how they play. Uh, coming back from the old roster, Speaker and Double F Speaker, I already said I really excited for. He's an insane player, young talent, um, uh, non import. Uh, Double F, you know, veteran. He has a record winning. The Poe and Ignar combo, I think, is really good. Because if they don't, if they don't, if they don't get Poe, I'm sure Ignar probably doesn't come over. And so if they try to get someone else in the mid lane, say, say they, say TSM picks up Burks, like who, who's gonna have like, like who's gonna? Yeah, be everything so I've think, read is Poe is coming over, and yeah. I will say, yeah, to kind of hop on with you that it's not very confirmed. I think it's less confirmed that impact. Packs coming over than Poe. I mean, I think Poe is pretty much settled. Just yeah, the top lane, top lane is definitely still yeah, in the top air. lane's no, open, no, and I it's think all speculation. yeah, and for sure, Biofrost is gone. It's just is Ignar or is going to be someone else. So I think uh, I think we know, and I think we know who our mid lane is going to be for TSM. We it's uncertain top and support. So because yeah, Impact could also potentially go to Evil Geniuses. Um, so it's just oh, there's things kind of open in the air and i kind of like what you were saying tran i mean maybe tsm's like well we don't want someone who can only play you know bruisers yeah, yeah bruisers we want someone who can do multiple things so you know we'll just kind of wait and see you know it's gonna be pretty interesting we got a long uh preseason ahead of us before we start seeing these cool moves but i'm sure we'll figure out more things settled within the next like month for sure you guys have any um on Tuesday because that's you guys you guys have any Tuesday? predictions for next uh next oh. season on terms of like who's gonna be top teams just based off of rumors right now? Um I think Cloud Nine. And I think Cloud Nine would definitely be up there. I'm gonna put, TL. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put Cloud well, 
definitely I think Cloud9 TL always are gonna be up there. And I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna vote for the my boys TSM. I'm actually excited to see what Bjergensen can do as a coach and with the roster changes. And I'm gonna put a little bit of um a little bit of little speculation dust on uh, 100 Thieves. See what happens. I, I, I actually think TSM is going to struggle for a good bit. Just because I think I think Bjerg just needs some time to ad- ad- adjust to coaching. I think Bjerg and... was probably the coach behind the scenes anyways. And I think that was probably what TSM was struggling with was that he couldn't do both. Yeah, but it's also a new team with new players, so I think it just takes a little bit to like. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm not saying they're like, going to go and win worlds, but or even MSI, yeah. but I think they're still going to be contenders for sure. I mean, they're. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. I was done. Um, I will talk about my initial thoughts of the season, how they're going to go. But I also, I just want to make a shout out to talk about FlyQuest, and they. They came up second in both splits last year, and they axed their entire roster basically. Yeah, no one, no one's coming back. They axed. Well, if, if the rumors are true, that Santor, that Santor is going to Team Liquid, and, like their whole entire roster is basically like up in there. No one knows what's going to be. Which is like so weird to me. As like you had such good success, letting go Poe Vignar, letting go of Santorin, so it was like. It has to be <laughs> something else behind the scenes that we don't know. So 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 yeah. it's Wild Tur- Wild Turtle and Solo are there that that we know of. We don't know if they left yet, but like building your roster around those two, like they're like they're good, not... but they're not like stars, right? Yeah, no, I can understand. Why? Yeah, it seemed, it, I would I would at least kept Santorin. I don't know why you would let go of Santorin. He's an insane jungler. I, don't know I why think I think especially uh, even to Team Liquid. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so that's that's gonna be pretty insane. So uh, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see what's gonna happen. You know who else I'm pretty excited for too is uh, Dignitas. <sighs> Just uh, see if I mean, Sneaky does come back. I think that'll be interesting. Uh, do I think they're going to uh, do great? No. But it's going to be <laughs> fun again. Sneaky come back? Yeah. I, mean, I wonder be really if FlyQuest ran out of money. Yeah, I think a FlyQuest thing is there's something behind the scenes that we don't fully yeah. understand because it doesn't That's make any it. sense. It'd be like yeah, if the Lakers right now were like, or the Clippers like, just like got rid of everyone. Yeah. No, they kept Danny Green and Rondo and then got rid of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, It'd make no sense. So I think that's what <laughs> there's something going on with FlyQuest. It could be money. It could be just big disagreements between the the coaching staff and the players. Um, it could. It really could just be something as simple as like these other teams came out and were like, "Yo, we're gonna give you the guap," and they're like, "We're <laughs> yeah. down." Yeah, that's uh, that's you, true. How do you guys feel about? Sorry. Uh, how do you guys feel about Broxa? So Broxa came to Team Liquid last or over Spring Split last year. He had a little bit of trouble. Um, getting into had easy issues and Team Liquid had a pretty terrible spring split. Summer split they came back and got their place and they're doing okay. But with the rumors, it seems that uh, Team Liquid needs the resident jungler, which is supposedly Santoro. So that means Brox has got to get the boot. And yeah. it looks like I guess rumors are he's going to CLG, which is hasn't been doing very well. For a few years. No, I miss, <laughs> I miss, I miss the uh, CLG TSM like super like rivalry. Right? Rivalry. I mean, like, I is think there a rivalry if you lose every game? Yeah, I like, think it's yeah. changed yeah, no. to more like Team Liquid TSM now. That kind of yeah. rivalry. I think. I mean, there's yeah. always all of NA has rivalries. Obviously, every team wants to be each other. But CLG TSM had like history, and it was very fun to see that kind of go back and forth sometimes. But re- as of late, it's been more like 
I'm not even excited when I see CLG versus TSM because I'm like, oh, so TSM's <laughs> gonna win. But then I'm I'm actually very excited whenever I see TL versus TSM or even Cloud9. But I think TL is the new like big time rivalry. Isn't it weird that Doublelift was involved in all of these rivalries? Hmm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, I think I think We're it's all fighting for the same chick. <laughs> okay. I think right. I think it's kind of weird that Broxy got the boot already. I mean, his like uh, his play wasn't like super spectacular. I guess like I didn't like super impress me, but like he's like. He made finals in World Time. He's got to be. Yeah, but if you know, like, you have like a a guy who's who's like. So I mean, yeah, they basically they basically trade they basically trade Broxa for Alfari, right? Yeah, yeah. If you have a guy who's known to be better and yeah. like, you, you trade the guy, dude. Yeah, I mean. Hey, we go. I mean, we yeah. going for these W's. We don't. Yeah, hey, we don't care about your feelings. Really, the community really likes Broxa, and they probably feel bad for him. But I kind of understand. It's team liquid, not team losing, bro. Okay. Yeah, it's, right. it's team throw money at whoever you want. Team liquidated money, bro. They the Yankees, bro. <laughs> so no, I mean, it's exciting. Um, do we have any other um, off-season rumors we want to talk about? Like I said, the the really big ones I really want to get into was a uh, was Perks leaving G two, which is still insane to me. And then the the TSM yeah. also movement. I agree, but Cloud Nine might be <clears throat> insane. Team liquid stacks. Do, okay, do you do you guys stay on a team for? for winning or do you go and play uh, you want so okay well one thing i would do is if you're if you're playing a lot i mean you, you gotta play this video game a lot i i feel like you want to do something that at least is fun for you yeah, i true. mean if you're really not enjoying your role and that's what you're playing fucking eight to ten hours every single day and you're just not happy i mean you're probably not going to play as well as you would if you were to play a role that you actually enjoy. Um, that being said, it depends where your priorities are. If you're just trying to get that those rings, baby, or that cup, I mean, I would stick with G2. So it depends kinda, how unhappy he really was, you know? I yeah. kind of just think the honeymoon phase is over with G2. Like, everyone uh, was happy to sacrifice like what they did. Perks was happy to be in bot lane to like, you know, have caps on the team. They all they did, they did the thing for two years, and they were like fucking smurfing on everyone up until like World's Finals. But I think maybe they're uh, what they get to. They got the semis this year, which is still really good. But they're probably looking for more, and they just they didn't get there. And so like, just like I right. think I think people are just looking for change. I probably, it's probably just not not just perks either. It's probably I mean yeah, but G two did good. Like you said, they got the semifinals. Um, I mean that's like I know, but so like well I mean that just seems nuts. I guess I just World I don't Camp, think it's priorities. World Championship teams change rosters all the time. Yeah, yeah. and I wonder how much money he, he got never, from. Cloud nine, his buyout's like five million dollars. Yeah, so that's Cloud's. another thing too. If that's you're, before they pay his salary. That's the thing too is if your career is gaming, you can't do it forever. People are gonna like not give a shit about you anymore. It, it's a lot faster than like athletic sports or having like a career yeah. or anything else. The only the only so, problem with that is if he comes to NA and he shits the bed, his fucking reputation's fucked. Yeah, but then he got that yeah. five mil and he good. Well, I'm, well, because like cause, so you stay in G two, so you stay in G two and you still perform well. You probably make more money eventually. That's true. Right yeah. now, and if you if you go to NA, you make money right now. But if you flop, your reputation. That's the thing. If he's switching roles to mid and he sucks at mid, it's like ooh, yeah, yeah, yikes. Then you get, <laughs> then, you get yeah. cut from the team mid season. You're like, oh shit. Oh, well, shit. G two, yo. It's pretty interesting. So, but uh, only time will tell, I guess. You know, man. I mean, no. I'm just excited to see what happens. And uh, I mean, I thought the last season was 
pretty exciting. I think now with all these rumors and I think I think stuff. next week once uh, once free agency hits and we get some confirmed stuff, it'll be really really spicy to see what spicy people are pulling because people are still like you know on the still keeping stuff hidden. You know, yeah, want to tell everyone. Yeah, oh, yeah. So all right, well, cool. Um, let's go to the next topic. I think we're going to talk about preseason now. New league items, season eleven coming up. Oh God! What are your guys' thoughts on everything that's kind of going on of league? Everything's fucking OP now. I mean, <laughs> I, I I think I I like the new shop layout, um, but it's so confusing, man. I, don't I do, know. I do. Okay, so I do like the items. Yeah. The new items that they have and like the whole like you know legendary mythic. You know, you only get one mythic. You get whatever legendary. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. You 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 mythic you mythic items buff your legendary items by. You know, a certain amount. Yeah, I had no idea. I was, I just kind of like, because you were like, just hop in there and do it, man. Learn that way. And I was like, all right. Walked in, bought a mythic item. I was playing Fizz. I bought the uh, hex deck pull belt, the belt thingy that shoots you forward a little bit. I was Gale like, Force? Right. Huh? Is that Gale Force? No, it's uh, it's the, it's still called like the belt. Anyways, I bought that. That's like the mythic item. And then I was like, oh, what is, um? I think I blitz. I was like, what does it say to build? And there's like some like axe life thing i don't know so I'll, it's also another mythic item but i know that so i built everything so, up yeah. to that and then i'm at the shop and i'm like all right i have like I'll 2000 gold buy. and it won't <laughs> let me buy i'm like what the fuck's going on and i'm like hold on and i'm looking i'm like these are mythic items i'm like okay does that matter and i was kind of looking more into it and i'm like sitting at the shop for like five minutes and i'm like i can I only have one you. mythic item and i was like just yeah. fucking game with the with how the shop set up i don't know how they could Fix that problem with because if you don't know, I mean, you just, you just don't yeah, know. I, think, I think you just learn the hard way. That's you have, you have, to, you have to read every description. I think I mean, you could just put it. right uh, after mythic one item per <laughs> person, you know, like Maybe, yeah. yeah, that's Framer, what they should have but... done. Uh, another thing, too, is uh, Tran. And I, I played a support game today, so to train and when you buy your support item, um, it makes you feel like you're supposed to buy the next piece. So you're sitting yeah. at a shop and you're like, 800 bucks. Well, I got 800 bucks. And then you're like, it's not buying. And then you like have to read it. And your ADC is probably like, hey, bro, what are you what are you doing? Like, buy Bye. your pots and get back. And you're like, I'm trying to figure out how to buy my next thing. And you can't. So Yeah, it upgrades on my... Well, I think... So, I mean, obviously, that's a that's a problem when you when uh, when you first play and you don't know. And that you too? I guess... Uh, once, you, once you get to that, you're like, oh, shit. I have yeah, you know. Thing. But I think, they, I think if they fleshed it out a little bit, like, don't even make it an option to buy it at all. Yeah, um, just like make it auto upgrade. Well, then like then yeah. like well, people can't see what the upgrade option is. Uh, yeah. I think I you should be able to see what the upgrade option is. Just like don't have the buy thing, I guess, or just you can't buy this. Something kind of more clear. Um, yeah. And X who knows? Or something. I, I think it's gonna be fleshed out a teeny bit more. And maybe I'm just being a baby about it because like now, I, since I know, I'll never do it again. So I'll, I'll maybe never pay attention again. But uh, yeah. Well, I, I think the problem is that the, the, a lot of their items have like the same color scheme. That too. And it's, it's so hard. It's, it's so hard to good. find. Like if you if you're gonna have color schemes, like cool, but make the color schemes like mean something. Like green means like yeah. healing or support items or like you know stuff like that. But the yeah. color, color they they mix color schemes with all the items. So like green could be like a tank item or a healer item or an assassin item or something. And it's like initially yeah. when you first look at the items, it's kind of hard to tell which ones. Maybe it's just because we don't know what the items are yet. But like. Yeah. I think the I color think scheme is not like this is supposed to be tanky or healy. I think they're like, ooh, this should be green. I, I yeah, why do you think so? They're like, I, I like green. It's my favorite color, <laughs> and I developed this item. Green flames, you know, chipmunk chase haw. All right, green. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the new items are pretty exciting. I mean, just looking at, um, did a couple things with mid lane, and that's been fun. A lot more damage. Uh, it's cool to have like like the little thing they showcase, like Jinx having like dashes and stuff. 
Uh, I mean, it, it's going to be a little bit more wild, and I think it's going to be fun to see the added, like, which mythic item am I buying this game? Uh, I think for more in, um, like, our standards, we're probably just going to pick whatever is the strongest. But in the, like, LCS and stuff like that, it's going to be more of, like, ooh, I need this for mobility, I need this, I need that. You'll be a little bit more selective, and it'll be cool to see how, like, the pros kind of handle this. Yeah. So, it'll... Sorry, go ahead, John. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, it, it's that's what I was gonna say. Is it's definitely gonna be interesting to see like all these different builds that the like pros come up with and how they like play out. And then I don't know. Like for me, I don't I don't play like a lot of leagues, so I, some of these items like I didn't know just in the beginning. But I don't know. They're very different than older items, you know. But it's gonna be wild. Is like <clears throat> so with the item shop before the update, you've had people that play the game for 10 years and still buy the wrong items or not buy the right item yeah now you have a whole new complete system i think everyone's gonna be fucked no one's gonna know what to build yep. that's, you down, that's why you download blitz it just tells you what to do obviously the problem is blitz i think pretty sure blitz just takes the information from the most it's win percentage common. yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it's win percentage so which people, doesn't mean a lot people building stuff could just be building stuff just because they don't know what it is and they could win with it but it could not be yeah. the most you know efficient yeah i'll say right item. now that doesn't mean anything um but in due time you'll get some yeah, more it's gonna, uh, it's gonna be a, a really long time before they're like like some set builds and uh, actually, the way gonna... the way people play league man i give it like by by the time the regular <laughs> season starts we'll have our set builds for we every have champ. the uh, league math wizards who are just doing fucking all yeah, the math calculations it'll be it'll be items. figured out real quick this triggers this plus the 10 percent from the mythic yep. you got like 800 ap and you're like what the what? Yeah, it's good. It'll it'll be good. it'll get fleshed out real fast. I'm not I'm not concerned about that. No, I really love the items, but tanks and fucking bruisers and assassins are fucking broken right now. Uh, assassins are nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. So, uh, one thing to say um, before we I don't know we didn't talk about this, but uh, a big um, what's it called LCS lead change. For for LCS next year, uh, yeah, this upcoming year is that there's gonna be no more spring split, which is okay. Okay, there is gonna be a spring split, but it's not gonna be separated. Spring and summer are combined into one split now, and so the whole so your record from the start of the year to the, to the end. end of the year matters. So, so is there no MSI this year? There is, but there okay. So there's an MSI. So to de- I'm pretty sure to determine who goes to MSI, they now have a mini like tournament like a playoff between like the higher seeds or something like that like depending on what your standing is mid-season at that moment you'd have a little that's that's i think i think having your season your your whole season matter is important because it i mean it is important because double was right he fucking shit the bed spring split last year with team liquid and they still yeah and they still ended up going to worlds yeah that's the thing it's it's kind of like um it almost reminds you of like the NBA or like baseball, like you could fuck off for a third of the season because it's just so many games, it doesn't matter. And especially when you have a legitimate split where you could lose every game and then just do really good the next split and go to Worlds, it's kind of weird. Um, yeah. I think it's it? it allows the teams to maybe develop and flesh things out, but I think it's unfair for you to be able to really score grew your whole first half over and then just come in like okay well that didn't work let's do this i think you should be punished for trying to set that stuff out and yeah it should work out the whole way you should be able to put the more consistent team throughout yeah. the year 
in, right? Rather than like someone who like shit the bed for some reason and then somehow <laughs> did really well and like now like am I gonna get the team that shit the bed in worlds <laughs> or the team that did really well in worlds? Yeah. Yeah, so LCS you know. has had a problem with trying to make spring split matter as in as in like so there was a problem with a couple years ago with 100 thieves where they did really well in spring split and then they shit the bed in summer split but they still had enough because they were on a point system back then and where they yeah. place in the spring split put them they did just well enough to get them into worlds so they show up to worlds they're still a shitty team because they shit the bed in summer split and they it, yeah. it looked like a shitty team got to worlds and yeah really i think it should just yeah. be you get a whole season do you want to have like you can still call it a split and have MSI and all that kind of stuff. It's just that still counts. So yeah, after MSI, your if you're yeah. 0-6, guess what, homie? You 0-6. That's what Do it you, is. Are there more games next season then? Or like how many games? Are, do they combine the total games or is it shortened kind of? Um, I want to say, I think I, I want to say I read something that they were going to play. They were playing more games. I think I think with the playoff format that they have and like the playoff format they have going into worlds, I think it equals more games. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they're only playing one game a week still, so I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to probably do some more research on it, but yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Because they, they did, uh, like I said, uh, LCS had such a hard time trying to f- send the best teams to worlds with having the first half of the year still matter. Yeah. yeah. You you need to send a team that's going to be consistent and you know that can... And I think um I think you're standing going into Worlds play uh, going into playoffs before Worlds. Yeah. You're standing determines what seed you are and you could still I think potentially play to go to Worlds during that time. You know what yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I I don't want a team that goes under 500 in the summer split to make it to, to Worlds exactly, cuz you're in a slump. You're in a slump, and I don't want yeah. I don't want that. I don't team want you represent me. Get out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> nah, nah. All right. Let's get on uh, to some next topics. Um, let's see. Rune King. Um, that's kind of come out trend. You wanted to talk about like their um, before we get into the actual game, which we don't only a little bit about. You want to talk about like their partnerships with other um, yeah like companies so, uh, and stuff like that. So Riot Riot has I think they've developed I think what they're called is called Riot Forge or something like that. That's what they're thing it's called but they they partnered up with uh with third-party studios like little indie game studios to make games based on the league of legends universe yeah yeah which is uh i think is really cool i i mean i love i love league of legends and it's fucking awesome and i i was hoping for games like this to to come out and like bring those characters into from the universe and like have a whole different experience. Can I have like an RPG game, but you're playing as you know. Yeah, they're definitely expanding like, on the story it. more. There's actually tons of lore. There's insane there's amount of lore. Exactly. Lore. So I don't know so any of it, you, but there is lore. There's so much, yeah. there's so much that people can take. Yeah, exactly. Well, you don't know any of it, but if you played a game through it, you could learn through it. And yeah. Like, so have you would be involved because you know the characters already. You might not know what their background is, but you can find out. Because I think that'd be cool. It, they have so much content yeah. that uh, third parties could use, and I think this is a great thing for Riot. It's taken them ten years to do it, but I think it's I think it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, I think, and I think Runeterra kind of started off with that too, with like all the little videos and how the cards interact with each other. They have like right, and like you have like lands, like where people come from, like how yep. like the lands like set up. Yeah, because like, now they're like the Targon region. I didn't know really until Runeterra that there was like I knew there was like Demasi and stuff like that, but like I didn't realize yeah. who was part of what, and like started researching it until like. Terra, when you're like, oh, Targon's coming. Who's Targon? I'm like, oh, okay, so Tarek and 
um, like Lulu or whoever, all these people are part of Targon, not Lulu, but you know what I mean, are like part of Targon and who's Demacia? Like, I didn't know Shivana was Demacia at all. Like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Man, so, it's so, you're good. Go on. Sorry. You're good. You're I'm good. sorry. It's, just, it's, so, it's so crazy that Riot has set this up to from 10 years ago. Now they have an entire Wait, universe, dude. an entire universe that they can branch they out. They have like, like 140 characters to work around. Yeah. And they have like a whole, yeah, all of the lore of all the characters and you can like, I'm, I'm honestly, I don't really, okay, I've said this before on this podcast, so it was just Mad Night. I don't really play single player games, but if there's a fucking like story game and Walls Riot lore, I'd fucking play the shit out of that game. Yeah. our MMO with the <laughs> <And laughs> It's smart that they're branching out into multiple platforms now. So Rune King is supposed to be some like turn-based RPG kind of game. Uh, not too much more is known about that, but it's definitely going to involve a lot of story. It has a lot of like Bilgewater and... Um, a few other uh, champs like Ari and things like that going into it. And it's going to kind of really expand to the story of all of them. And they're going to be on like PS4, Switch, Xbox, uh, and a PC. So they're really expanding everywhere. I mean, like Riot is, I, I think I said it before too, Riot's like the new Blizzard. They're going to fucking crush the gaming world. And when that, when they, and they've been developing an MMO, it's no secret. They're definitely making one. Uh, when that comes out, dude, that could change. Wow. Just how like, WoW changed gaming forever. It could change gaming forever. I mean, Riot's already, already done it. Such a, you already have such a large fan base just on League that making it an RPG, you pull in like an, a whole different set of yep. players. They're doing, right? they're doing so good, dude. Because like they not, they not that they only have League to get you involved into, um, you know, like the universe, but they have other games like TFT. Yeah. They, now, they, yeah. they, hit, they hit so many player bases. Yeah. Because you don't, games, like, if you don't have like a MOBA, the universe. Yeah. yeah. If you don't have a mo, if you don't like playing MOBAs. Here's a fucking card game. You know, card. If you don't like that. Exactly. Here's auto chess. You don't like any of yeah. those. Well, guess what? We're making a turn-based RPG game. And everyone, everyone like plays with the same kind of like champions and stuff like that. So you get to know like the characters, no matter what branch of the game you're playing. Or, yeah. yeah, it's, it's uh, crazy. it's genius. And yeah, uh, they're insane. Yeah, whoever is doing like the big, big brain moves, the riot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. good for you, man or girl, whatever. Shout out to you. Yeah, legit. Uh, I just want. I just do want to make a shout out that the Rune King. Um, it's also supposedly gonna be like one of the new champions coming out because Rune Blade. I don't know Blade of the Rune King. This is the Rune King. Yeah. So it's it's, it's supposed that this champion's coming out with the game too. Um, the game is supposed to be like Battle Chasers for anyone that's listening who's played it. It's kind of like a old school Final Fantasy turn based RPG. I played it. I loved it. You know, I 100 percent of the game. I'm really excited for it. I'm just it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, Great I'm flex, I'm super okay. pumped. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean another new champ. You know, Riot yeah. just makes a new champ every freaking week. Uh, there was a time. I think a few years ago, it was like a new champ every fucking week. It was nuts. I think it was like, I think it was, yeah, they were coming it, up. Yeah, it was like crazy what they were doing. I think now they've yeah. slowed that down. I They're think, like, wait a minute, dude. We can't, we can't keep up. And with it me. makes sense now because at one point, I was like, why are they just making all these champs? But now what they're doing is they've created this universe of characters. And now they've really slowed down. And now it's going more into... Remaking other games. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> well, well, they're remaking like the old school, like, a lot of the champs back they were very basic that's just kind of how it was and then you come out with champs like camille and then you still have like i don't know basic ass champs like uh before they reworked ash and stuff like that it's just like they don't really do anything or like like malphite you know old malphite even though they didn't really do too much to him now i mean like you just had to like kind of revamp a little bit so they're still competitive but i think the I mean remaking of champs is good and i think making new games i mean like i said i'm excited for rune king and see what else they got planned yeah i'm, I'm just 
a Riot fanboy. I'm excited oh, for the universe. Yeah. I like the idea of working. I like the idea of working with other companies too to like put other games together because they have like a whole different like way of doing things or like making a game, right? So you have like their ideas with your lore, right? Yep. So it, it's not like you're gonna. They can come up with something we've never seen before, right? And, and that's and, and we've seen that before of other companies. Uh, you know, I'm a big Star Wars guy. Lucas Arts with all their books. Uh, that's what they did. They didn't write the books. They just had all these other publishers and um, yep. uh, authors write the books. They just had the lore. And there's so many authors that have created their own lore that's still canon to this day in the Star Wars universe. So, which is pretty cool. And that's potentially what could happen with um, League is you have these third-party game people. They come up and they create maybe their own lore or own abilities or whatever. And it sticks, you know? And who knows, maybe a new champs and stuff can come out of it. Yeah, so. I was going to say, they could make up their own champ just to, like, throw in, and yeah. their, their league gets a new, a new champ, yep. you know? So it, it's it's cool to see where this will go to, so. All and right. Other people do the work for you. Oh, yeah. That's the <laughs> key, man. So um, what else we got? Uh, Valorant, first major, uh, what, tournament, Tran? I think you're the only Valorant main guy here, so what, what do you guys say about um, that? <laughs> so it's... Uh... So the the major, the first strike major hasn't started yet. Okay. We, we've done the qualifiers. Um, sorry, uh, I'm a little unprepared because I'm trying to find who qualified. You're good. I told him. Anyway, um, yeah. So the 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 bracket is like kind of complex because you can only send. I think it's like 16 teams to the major, and I think it's NA and EU. I'm pretty sure. And so the NA has to do their qualifiers, and so they send. So the first qual- first set of qualifiers is done. Four teams confirmed. Can't find teams right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> the second, yeah, the second one of them, right? With no, not no. technically. They said they won the first qualifier, which put them into the closed qualifier. Top four from the closed qualifier go on. To All the right. Major. All right. Okay. And then they have they do that again with complicated. It's complicated if you can't see the bracket right in front of you. Either way. Um, I think it's complicated even if I could see the bracket, man. Okay, whatever, man. Well, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the first major is coming up. I don't have the team's program, I'm sorry. But I'm excited for it because it's the first It's the first major. It's like Counter-Strike. The majors are what people always look forward to. Mm-hmm. And it's like just, just hype. I don't, I don't play Counter-Strike, but when the major comes up, I still tune in for at least like the semifinals to finals and just so see how the when crazy can we intense... expect for the major to come out? I think the major, I couldn't tell you for sure tonight. I think it's at the end of the month because okay. it's like they're doing the qual- they're doing qualifiers and they're going right into the major as soon as everyone qualifies. I'm down to watch it, man. And then this month or early December or something like that. Cool. Yeah, excited for it. I'll be pumped um, up, man, because uh, I suck at that game, but I always like playing, watching people play that game because it's really good. Well, so I did tune in to watch some of the games, and it's just like, man, it's so because so like when the first when this when the scene first popped up, it was like, TSM was like basically the top, and like Sentinels was there too, and like you know some other people. Now like you got, I know Envy Envy qualified, Envy played um Hundred Thieves, Hundred Thieves shit the bed the first like, few months that Valorant was out, and they were like not even considered a team. They're terrible. Now they're now they're qualified for this major already, and like they're doing they're doing great. And it's just it's so cool to see. All this deck develop, up. and yeah. like, yeah, and just all of a sudden, this esports scene is fucking. Well, you, I, I feel like Valorant drew in a lot of players from like a lot of different like pro scenes, like CS:GO, all those like, shooter scenes, yeah. Touch, like, so you have like this huge talent pool of players, and you're they're like still like 
trying to find put together teams and like find like you know who's gonna what be works like well. yeah. you know, what works well so like all these teams are just constantly changing and constantly improving because yeah. right, like because counter-strike is like you could, you could compare counter-strike and valorant but they're still like pretty significant in difference so, like you can't yeah. not not every counter-strike player is gonna be great at uh valorant, valorant but like yeah. but let's see like good overwatch players like sinatra comes into valorant and they smurf on everyone right and he's not i mean overwatch and counter are completely different games you can't even compare the two really yeah other than like the abilities kind of uh they're way it's such a different kind of game the only similarity honestly is just that there's champs and (laughs) there is abilities other than that i mean it's pretty much all csgo after that and i'm I'm so excited because like i've I've seen sinatra play overwatch but like overwatch is like whatever you know Whoa. To see to see like his talent go and come into a uh, Valorant into a game that like I kind of understand and more excited about is fucking insane because he's he was an insane player in Overwatch and to see him to be an insane player in Valorant is the kid. I mean, he's got raw skill, right? He's yeah. fucking insane. He's only 18, 19. Like really he good. he yeah. he like was he got recruited at sixteen, and couldn't play for an entire year on oh, Overwatch. Shit. He was just that good. They just recruited him, paid him a bunch of money just to sit just to be there yeah and get good and then he he won he won two seasons in a row was mvp and then was just like all right let's, fuck it. let's, go, let's go play some let's go smurf on some people in valorant yeah let's imagine fucking being so good at a game and fucking transferring to another game and being just as good or even better like hey man if you can aim in one game you can aim in another game dude. <laughs> i guess so yeah, it's just so weird to think about like the gameplay between overwatch and valorant is just no, completely different and unless you're a mccree main yeah, I guess. But, um, it's high yeah. noon. <laughs> cool. I mean, yeah. Anyway, Valor Major is going to start soon. I'm excited. High for noon. Shut the fuck up. All right. Fair. You got that out of your system, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah, we super pumped up for that. Um, I'm actually excited to watch that. I'm never going to play Valorant because I'm trash at first person shooters, but I am down to watch. Matt, Kayla is better. playing Valorant like yeah, Kayla's playing Valorant. four hours a day. I think you'll be all right. No, because yeah. I get tilted. She probably doesn't get upset. She's like, oh, oh, I got, I got lost again. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and then my wife gets worried about me and my dog starts shaking, so I can't play that game. Your Yikes. dog starts shaking? She gets scared. <laughs> yeah, I yell at the computer. So, are you the one shaking your dog because you're angry? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's talk about Elden Ring. Phil Spencer. Uh, now we're doing a big shift, everyone. We're going away from Riot. We're going to talk about Elden Ring. It is going to be it's a Dark Souls-like game uh, that Phil Spencer uh, played. If you don't know who Phil Spencer is, he's the, based the, uh, what, the CEO of Microsoft. So he played, he said, hours of it. He can't really divulge too much, but he said it's a very big uh, game that's coming out. It's from, say, from the same creator of dark souls uh also the story is written by george rr R. martin if you don't know who that is uh it's a little suspect but that's the guy who created game of thrones <laughs> so the story should be amazing the all the really out, out that's out there about the game is the trailer which seems pretty creepy and is cool this, very dark souls is completely completely new universe oh yeah totally different it's a diff- yeah. totally different thing uh definitely has some of the same kind of art style and look to it but it's going to be pretty exciting to see apparently he says it's phil spencer said it's um i don't i forgot i don't know the creator's name but it's uh his most ambitious game yet which is something to say 
considering that all the Dark Souls games are always in Bloodborne and Code Vein and things that were all very ambitious to begin with. So, uh, very excited to see how that's going up and I'm excited to see more. But it does add a lot of hype to it and I feel like we had too much hype. It's not always good. Cyberpunk Matt doesn't get hype for games, all right? He just... He doubts the more, whole process. I get hype more... for games, but there's so many times I've gotten hype for a game and I play it, and I'm like, well, this was trash. Like, fuck. So, Based on who uh, the writer is, your character's probably going to die halfway through the game. No, 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 not your character. Start. All your friends and loved ones will die. So yeah. I, was, I looked at a YouTube comment, like <laughs> the top one in the trailer, and the guy was like, um, he's like, a game where all your friends are going to die and a game where you're going to die, uh, is a perfect fit because George R. R. Martin's like a, everyone you know is going to die and uh, Hideo and, I forgot his and name then the game is, a, is the game kills like, you so yeah he's like it's a perfect fit everyone's just going to die and so. then the game ends and you're like oh that was depressing yeah, okay yeah. are you are you more excited to play this game for the gameplay or like the storyline that the come out I guess uh, I would say the gameplay I think that having George R. R. Martin is just like an added bonus I think it's mm-hmm. cool. What kind of annoys me is I want George R. Martin. To, I want his old ass sit at home writing fucking Game of Thrones, um, <laughs> not fucking not making video games. You know, like, you know, uh, stay in your fucking lane, bro. So, do you, do you like Dark Souls ish games? Yeah, I think they're fun. What do you think? Yeah, uh, that's too hard for me. Man. I always thought, visually, yeah, I always thought those kind of games would be too hard uh, for you, man. Visually, that game looks beautiful, wow. but if I like, I played Dark Souls one for a little bit, and I was like, this is too hard, man. I'm like sweating and like tryharding <laughs> way too hard i just want to run i will say that like... sekiro died twice uh was super tough i uh, that's that's when i did not end up beating it was <laughs> wow how, how far did you get in it though oh man probably like 30 percent uh oh, so my the game oh, has like the game has like side bosses and side things and different ways you can do it and i ended up going to like i forgot this seems like this boss is like three phases and she like it was so toxic, and now since I haven't played in so long, I'd have to restart the whole game. But it is that game is fucking rough, bro. Like, oh my god! It, Talk it, about getting angry and your wife being worried about you. Oh my god! <laughs> Me and my friend Matt uh, played a lot. Yeah, another Matt. Uh, Matt. We both got the game. We both were just like, "How far are you?" He's like, "I'm still stuck." I'm like, "I'm still stuck too." And it it was just so terrible. And eventually, I was like, "I'm just not like." having fun anymore i gotta i gotta stop playing this damn game but like dark souls i was able to like get through it eventually like you you there's a point where in dark souls where you're getting murdered all the time i felt like and then you finally get used to the gameplay and then you're starting it's actually not that hard anymore it's you're used to how everything goes the attacks how you attack all that kind of stuff sekiro man I, i just like could never get past that hump and i was just like i don't give a shit anymore like i just got I got, I would get stuck on like mini bosses, like not even like real bosses. Like mini bosses would take me forever. And I was like, Dude, this game is something else, man. Like That's every like mini, point. every That's mini boss is a final I know. boss. Pretty much, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I just lost my shit, so <laughs> didn't didn't beat that game. Well, I'll be excited I, to watch you play this game. You get tilted. You yeah, I mean, I, and I play lots of games. <laughs> I always try to play games on like hard mode. Never like the super crazy one, but like. God of War, I did hard mode. I did Jedi Fallen Order on hard mode. I'm play- I, do, I did uh, Star Wars Squadrons on hard mode. Like, I try to always make it a little bit more difficult, but uh, Sekiro played, like, on easy, and I was getting my shit on, so, nah. But, so, Elden Ring, hopefully it's um, 
same thing. You know, I'm excited. I'm going to play I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to get tilted. Probably not beat it and call it a game. You know, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so, uh, ooh, next game. Destiny 2 expansion. Ray, you're the one who talks about Destiny 2. Uh, shitty ass uh, game. So, so I haven't played it yet because Godfall came out. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, that game, I love that game, but it tilts me because some of the items and weapons you have to grind for take forever for <laughs> fucking ever and you get it you need to get carried by some fucking guy who's played the game for like ten thousand hours you gotta find him and so i i'm excited for it um i think they had a big update that kind of removed a lot of the a lot of the older content and a lot of the older like um like legendary items and there were some items that I was grinding for that they that they <laughs> nerfed. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible! Either removed or nerfed to the ground, and I'm I'm also very kind of upset about that. Um, but I will be playing eventually. I'm just not ready for that that type of pain and commitment. I will say I'll probably be playing eventually as well. I'm not playing it right now, but um, yeah. so like, so with the whole uh getting like grinding for stuff and like it's like obviously being very difficult if you're like a solo player or you play with like a low amount of party members and wow kind of has that same issue too but like they they kind of fix it with like lfr and like stuff with that and like the, it's really easy to find a guild to play with right and destiny yeah. i feel like it's so hard to like get a group together right it's like yeah i mean get like a guild or anything. it's like their their social interaction system is just like not done very well and it's no. like because like if you want to go find a party i think you have to it's a use like a third party app it's not even have made by uh, bungie or whatever i don't they might have one but yeah you basically have to go on like reddit or a third you have to party go outside of the game to, which is to, the most insane yeah. user experience thing i've ever heard in my life like why would you want someone to go outside of where they're already at to try to find people to play the game that they're already in like, they, they like, do for some of the like dungeons and stuff have like a party finder but some of those like right, that's only three, but, like, you, but you not the raids, right? Yeah, not the raids. Yeah, exactly, not the like, raids, which is like the harder, the harder part. Yeah. Yeah, but also like I, I think in like the raids, there's like some stuff that you need to have like comms for. To be like, coordinated just, for. Yeah. You just can't just like walk in and like, unless everyone knows what the fuck they're doing. Um, <laughs> like you walking into a new raid, you're not gonna have a good time. Yeah, I don't know the the whole like guild community. I f maybe since I played WoW for so long, but like, I feel like when I like, get into the game, if like if I have if I took a big ass break and like you know I'm not part of the guild I was using before, it's like it's kind of easy to find a guild to where, like, where I can like be part of the guild and like, yeah, do raids and like get all the stuff and like you know like work towards maybe those cool guild. items, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And like in Destiny, I just feel like it's like it's not even an option, man. It's like mm -hmm. you like if you really wanted to find a group to play with, you got to like really 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 try to. That's also another reason why I haven't played, I'm, I, I'm not playing the Destiny 2 expansion is because like, typically like, Destiny 2 for me, like, I want to play with friends. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like, I, I think one or, I think Minnie's playing and Zach's playing, but like, that's about it. And well, I'm not playing now because it's, it's just there's other games I'd rather play. Right yeah, now, so. but that too. But like, I want to like if I'm going to play, I want to be able to like play with my friends and like be able to do those raids together because that's the fun part. And like, yeah, it's like the whole point. It's like an, it's like an MMO. It's style like my yeah. yeah my break from grinding out this one weapon for 40 hours. So yeah, hopefully, 
I hope they, you know, I hope they learned, but I hope this expansion release is a lot better than their initial game release because uh, their initial game release was super tilting. Remember, all of us <laughs> grinding for like two weeks straight and then not playing anymore because we finished all the content. Yeah. Oh. But that's all I have to say about it. Yeah, we'll play eventually. Hopefully, uh, no, hopefully it's good. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I'm not playing Destiny with the game. Okay. And I hate I playing MMOs with you guys because it's always like. We're all gonna play. Let's do it. Don't, we play, don't fucking and then no one plays. That's not me. I, you. You came in too late, bro. I don't know. We finished the me. game. We finished the game. I remember when everyone was supposed to play WoW. I was the first one to buy WoW, and no one played except for like Brandon. Wait, bro, OG, the classic WoW? No, not classic WoW. It was before that. Oh, I, okay. and the same reason I buy classic WoW. Everyone's like, let's play classic WoW. It lasted a month, and you guys all stopped playing. I was like, good thing, and it I, wasted I my time. I got burnt out, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. That yeah. was my first time playing WoW, and I was trying to keep up with all these old OG players. What? Well, and that's old <laughs> school life. WoW, man. You want to talk about grind? Like seeing here, you uh, complaining about like, grinding in a uh, Destiny. I'm like, bro, in WoW, I mean, like, you had to grind for everything. Well, let's say uh, when in, in old school WoW, you got a whole guild grinding for the same yeah. objective. Yeah. I'm out here. This one tank, this fucking legendary fucking item is. I'm out here grinding fucking crucibles by myself, <laughs> getting smurfed on by fucking everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Xbox, PS5 have released exciting oh stuff. Both are sold out. Um, Everywhere. Basically nationwide. Pretty tough to get a hold of one. Um, and there's a few things You're that lucky I've. If you got one. Yeah, there's yeah. a few. I have a I have a couple of friends that uh I have a friend who bought two, and sold one for like. 900 bucks and it's funny i was reading on reddit someone's like if you're buying more than one system so you could sell it and make a profit you're the definition of scum and for me i'm like uh you sound like a pussy because <laughs> you know what that's the name of the game and if you're that upset like in one and give it a couple months and you're gonna have there's gonna be plenty of them out and you can go buy them you know in it's person just, like if you're buying in person like whatever but if like just the whole the whole bots thing, dude. Yeah, if you set up like no, the bots is bots is lame. But end of the day, you're gonna get your PlayStation Five, and you're gonna get your Xbox X, whatever it is. There's not even Some that many good games impatient. out for it right now. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Like I like I'm not even excited to get one right now because it's like there's ain't shit out for it. Like I think everyone's excited for like this fight, uh, Spider-Man game, Miles. Yeah, yeah Spider-Man yeah. game. But like honestly, I'm gonna wait when probably a couple more months, maybe first of 2021 is when I'll get the PS Five, and then there'll be. New games coming up shortly after that, and then I'll be cool with it. But like, I'm not like crying because someone bought two and is trying to make some extra cash. And if you're also buying a PS5 for over a thousand dollars, you also dumb. What? <laughs> Just chill. Yeah. Why nah, would you spend people, so much on that? Yeah, some people need it. It's crazy to me. Got to play well, with your friends, you know. I think the problem is that it's coming into the holiday season, and people that don't get it now are probably very panicked and probably like. When can I get it for Christmas or when can I get it for you? You won't. Yeah, I don't well, that's the problem, bro. Yeah. What do you want? Listen, as long as it's not as bad as the Switch, which took, which was sold out for like months. Like, yeah. you could and not buy would... a Switch. Anymore. I just remember like I'd call places and they'd be like, dude, we'll just get some in randomly. And then they're sold out. I was like, all right. <laughs> and it was like that for months. And finally, I remember walking to Target with my wife to buy something. Had nothing to do with it. And I was like. I'm just gonna check out the game thing, and there was just a switch sitting there, and I was like, "Can I buy that?" They're like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh yeah," oh, yeah. Got it real quick. <laughs> like I was so lucky to get that, but like, it's never, and that's how it was for like I think the Wii was like that for a while when it first came out. It was tough to get one. Uh, it was sold out for a while because they always like don't think, I think like I think a lot of people are gonna every it's every console yeah. release because well, everyone wants the newest thing. But Nintendo just... specifically because it's like months and months and months. Like the Switch was like six months that like 
You could not buy one. I think the Switch was kind of like a different situation, mainly because everyone was in pandemic mode and like... No, this is before (laughs) pandemic, man. I'm talking like... I was talking about about during the pandemic. No, no, pandemic, yes, that happened too. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that happened too. But I mean, like, I'm talking like when the Switch first came out, for like six months, it was consistently sold out no matter where it was. And I think Nintendo made it on purpose to make it seem like, oh my God, they're being sold out everywhere. But they were only given like... My, the Target Xbox house would get like three of them. It wasn't like they were getting 50 of them. Uh, I think with Xbox X and uh, PlayStation, it's they've always sold out in the beginning, but it's never been like you can't get one six months later. I don't see that happening. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but with Nintendo, that's what happens. People, I mean, people, people are, are just impatient. Yeah, people are impatient to lose their fucking minds. But super exciting. Um, and I think Xbox got their biggest release ever, so... Props to them. Interesting. You so, see guys, things on Twitter where people trolling Xbox, blowing smoke into their thing and making making a video of the. Yeah, I'm trying to act like the fucking... Xbox X is smoking. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, people do that all the time. People do that with uh That's like when the iPhone, like I don't know, eight or seven came out. And they're like, oh, it's bending in my pocket. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> like just it sitting, this it, it being in my pocket is bending, and it's like, no, it's not. Stop it. So. in your shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's really exciting for people that are console players. Uh, I don't really give a shit, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably get a PS5 <laughs> like a year from now. I literally use my PS4 for like Netflix. I haven't touched my PS4 in fucking yeah, I literally just turn it on to watch Netflix or Amazon Prime. That's it. Yeah, I haven't touched my PS4 in a little bit either. Yeah. I, the, the, the PS5 controller does look pretty nice. cool though. Um, it has kind of, um, I don't know what they call it, but it's like a reactive, like, bumpers. So it reacts to, like, something in-game, like it has resistance and, like, oh, weight to the controller. That's kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Do you guys want to talk about, uh, Pokimane maximizing her donation yeah. to uh-huh. five bucks? Yeah, uh, it's not just, well, Pokey was the first one to announce it, I think, but I don't think it's just her. Some other streamers have done it. Um, she set her donation limit to $5, so you can't donate over that much, basically. And so it's like... At a time. You could do it multiple times. Yeah, at a time. So I think... Uh, so if you nerds want to ruin your lives still, you still can. I mean, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, like, did she do it just so... Like, why? Like why? There's a I, lot of questions about why. I think part of it is... I think so. She makes plenty of money. I'm sure she's pretty much good for the rest of her life, unless she does something really stupid with how much she's earned. Uh, so part of it can be like, I mean, she probably has a boyfriend or a guy she's talking to, and she doesn't announce that stuff because people donate to her with like, because they, she's like, oh, she's single. Like, I'll make money. I'll simp. Whatever you want to call it. So I think she feels bad when someone's like, here's a thousand dollars, and she's like, why the fuck would you give me a thousand dollars? So I think. By maximizing it to five, she still can get the donations. People can donate multiple times, but it uh, part of me it thinks put the, it doesn't put that pressure of like someone just gave you a bunch of money, you gotta do something, right? Yeah, yeah. that too. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of parts. Yeah. I think there's that, and I also think it's publicity. Look at me, I'm good. I'm helping people out. And part of me thinks that she definitely has a lawyer. She definitely has people behind the scenes. That are like, ah, uh, yeah, you can do this. Ah, uh, you shouldn't say that kind of stuff. I don't think it's as crazy as like a hardcore celebrity or like you know sports player or something like that but i'm sure she has someone behind the scenes kind of helping out that kind of stuff and i'm sure it's more of like uh 
you could potentially get you can get sued for anything. So someone giving you five grand with the hopes that like they'll get something out of it, like a date or something stupid, um, and you don't even acknowledge the person's existence. You know, it's a de- maybe like get depressed or whatever like that. And I don't know. I think it can lead up to certain weird allegations. I think so. I think it's just one of those things where it's just like. If you maximize it to five and they donate to you a thousand times, that's their problem. But you know what I mean? Because you set it to a limit, but maybe it self-protects her a little bit more. And other streamers alike, not just because she's female, but just in general. Because I've seen like Trick2G, I've, had, I've seen people do bid wars against with them. Like someone do like 500 bucks and it's like, well, I'll do 600. And then like the next guy will do like 700. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like people just blowing money like that. So yeah, I think, um, I think one of the things too is, um, I don't know. There's um, there's a simping problem, and I think um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't have that type of cash, you know, <laughs> just to be thrown out. And I think I think there are people who are genuinely ruining their lives by like trying to donate and get the attention of a streamer. That's what it is. They're trying think, to get like I her think, attention because they can't get I, attention anywhere think, else. I think they. I think she knows that, and I think part of it is her trying to. Yeah. No, you know, I agree. Like, I don't think. Like, like people are like genuinely like not like paying rent and like not having their duties to like normal pay bills life and stuff yeah. because they're spending all this money on to just her. get a shout out from Pokey yeah. or from Disguise Toast or and, from whoever. And so it's like she she like I think she knows that and I don't I don't think she likes it. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, I don't know. It I I think it's I don't know. I think so it's this like kind of like. Like a bigger stream problem. Do you guys see small streamers doing this? No, because you want you need that money. Oh. You're like, bro, thousand dollars, give that shit. I'll fucking dance. Right yeah, here. dude, sit for me, man. You guys want a bidding war? Go, go at yeah, it, yo. Down, <laughs> down. Started, I'll donate a dollar to myself. Let's do it. But uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But you know who uh, isn't gonna do that kind of stuff? Those e thoughts. They ain't doing that. <laughs> Listen, that's that's the opposite of what they do. They yeah. put a minimum of five dollar. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> and speaking of which, uh, I had so I got like a thing on Reddit being like, Amaranth is trending, and I didn't know what the fuck an Amaranth was. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Like it's and it was like big time trending. So I click it, and I was like, oh, this is this well, whore on my fucking. Okay. Cell phone Wax, screen. I'm people whores out here, bro. Bro, <laughs> bro, she's showing her fucking puss. She online. shows a little more, a little more skin. Yeah. Yeah. No, she showed her a puss on fucking Twitch. So Which, you know, it was, just say it was supposedly an accident. Okay. So we can't, you know. Puss. You know what you're doing. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Where's your camera angle? For I'll that? tell you what. When I'm on, <laughs> when I'm uh, was looking at the Amran thing. I don't think none of that shit's fucking on accident. So she's going full into the 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 Hoover thought. She's like next level thought. Yeah, she's uh, I think. And I'm not of, hating because if I could, I would too. But I can't. A lot of the a lot of the streaming community like definitely has a very strong opinion on e thoughts, and the, mm. a lot of them are not very happy. But the problem is like Twitch isn't doing anything about it, which I don't think. Can you? They can. I don't think they can. Yeah. They, have, they have TOS. Like, you well, they have TOS, so if you're actually like you know just 
nude. Yeah, I think they, they can can't do that. You like... can't just full cam girl on Twitch. Yeah. It's smart no. though. If you're like a good looking chick and uh, you just get a little sed- like wear kind of skimpy stuff on your Twitch and then just be like, I have an OnlyFans. Like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of smart, that's honestly. That's what we consider ethods in this discussion is like, are those chicks who are just. Uh, what's that? The, the, their demographic they're, they're trying to hit is a very lonely, weird, no. weird I guys. Wonder. And also, I, I will say that the one thing that probably parents don't realize too is when you have your 12 year old watching fucking Twitch, is you don't think they're going to be watching some like whore cam girl, cam yeah. girl, and then see an OnlyFans thing and then you know try to get into that with mom's credit card, you know? So yeah. that's one bad thing i can see about that and i think that depending on what they're wearing and stuff like that you might want to do like a mature audience thing that's something twitch could do to handle that uh but they it's, t- are, it's they tough are, i'm pretty sure they already do that yeah I'm pretty positive yeah because like that's good if you, cuss on stream, if you cuss on stream you have to put your but i mean i'm just, oh yeah no cussing but i mean like just like i mean like if you're wearing something skimpy but everything's still covered up but it's skimpy i mean like does that i think, I think they'd have issues like trying to determine like they would have to what like, is go on. they would have to go <laughs> yeah. on every single person's yeah. stream and be like all right no nah, this is like so i guess basically category. parents uh probably none of them are listening to this podcast but if you are <laughs> uh beware there's thoughts on twitch and your 12 year old might be watching it so, yeah i mean i mean i can't hate the as game an ethos, as a, yeah I, I understand what they're trying to do it's just like man yeah. Hey man, if you need money and there's a supply for it and you're showing it and whatever, hey that's just the name yep. of the game. I mean, that's just you grinding, man. The sure, sex, yeah. the sex industry is enormous, and if you're gonna get on it through gaming and have your OnlyFans and have people donating for you, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's, shout it's, out to you for being able to use what you got to make money. Yeah, I mean, if I you were my daughter, I'd be disappointed, money. but I mean, you're not. So, listen, I, 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 I don't know. Someone sent me this, but it was like. A posting of like a recording of like the revenue of a, a fans only girl, and it was like ten to fifteen thousand dollars a day, like uh, like a what's it a not a day but like a week. Yeah, like it was some like insane it's like weekly, amount. Yeah. yeah, it was like an insane amount. It's like Jesus Christ. Like props to you, bro. Like, would you guys allow your daughter? Would you guys allow your daughter to be an ethot? Listen, I'm not gonna limit my child as long as not she just she's not doing. Yeah, I'm not. Things. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that she can't. I will tell her. I will express my opinions about it. What if she's like 16? Ethan on it in that's your house, legal, bro. Yeah, that's, no, that's no, no, not not. I'm, I'm saying this not like you're doing like pro OnlyFans provocative stuff. Listen, not under my house. If she's making enough money, Ethan right. it, she can go live somewhere else. I mean, yeah. not under my house, probably. But yeah. I'm gonna 18 say, and over, you can do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But if you're younger, like 16, but still being kind of skimpy, I'd be like, listen, nah, bitch. Because when you're 16 <laughs> doing that, you got some older dudes creeping. Yeah, in. yeah. We're not, we not doing that, bro. But 18 over, it's tough but to sit, tough to kind of regulate I won't, that. I won't ever. I mean, 18 over, she's an adult. Then yeah. I'm never gonna like limit or like tell my daughter like. But she's what getting to cut do. off. But. I mean, she at some point she'd probably be making money more money than me. That's so what I'm saying. She, I mean, whatever if she can do, it, she's probably making more money than, than I am. So, so if that's if that's how she wants to live, like I, I will be like, hey, this is how you should take care of that money. Please invest your ethop money into like, <laughs> into, like an, an ethop like bank account. A bank account, account IRS here. Or you I, need uh, to invest in these stocks. Yeah, and then you can make money on money. 
Yeah. So when you can no longer do this, put them in some good. thought stocks. We good. All right. Also, can you buy me a house? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember who raised you for eighteen years? Okay, it wasn't for me. Maybe we wouldn't have be so thoughty, you know? Remember so. who gave you that body? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. These uh. jeans, all right? <laughs> nah. I mean, listen, it, it's a thing, you know. Sex workers and all them. They. That's. Yeah. The, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying man, man, man or family or anything like that, but it's just like. Not thing, yeah. man. You make money off of it if you can if you can if you can make money doing something but why not yeah um all right let's let's, let's get away from the thoughts uh, uh <laughs> godfall experience how was your experience of godfall ray um i i actually genuinely like the game i'm still uh so when i play new games uh my brain doesn't like the new graphics and like the movement so i get headaches and i can only play for certain amount of times and um that those time periods get longer before i get headaches so i'm still working through the headaches but um i genuinely enjoyed it it's kind of it's just a hack and slasher it's a, it's a hack and hack and slash looter right like you get yes. gear the drops you get gear that. drops um and the gear does like cool stuff right i assume like uh yes yeah, so, so the, the way it works is like you get two weapons and then like you have an armor plate so you don't have like individual armor pieces like a headgear shoulders and stuff it's just one like set and um you craft sets with uh, material you find on these different worlds um and each like armor plate has basically a different ability um like a special and like different stats to it um and then like you can Did you find bosses? is there bosses in there there's bosses. I've I've oh, fought yeah. uh, a a couple mini bosses and a boss. Um, so how do you make a hack and slash boss? It's kind of like a Dark Souls kind of vibe, you know. Like yeah. you can summon minions, and then there's like different phases to it. Gotcha. Um, it's like a just... super graphicid Hades kind of. Pretty much, yeah. Um, it, it's not like one of those games where you can like completely turn your brain off because you do have to like parry and dodge or you, or you will die. Like I've died. <laughs> I'm playing on like just normal mode and I've died a couple times just because I wasn't like paying attention or I mistimed something. Yeah. So you definitely just can't like run around like do whatever the fuck you want. But it's definitely a fun like just like run around murder things type of game. No, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, I mean. If I was still playing other games, I might be dabbling in that game. But it's just... Okay, so the problem I have right now is there's so many games out there I want to play that I just don't have no time to play. That's, dude, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I never thought I'd yeah. complain about that, but, like... Yeah, exactly. I never thought I'd have that problem, and then I'm like, well, fuck, man. Quarantine <laughs> hit, and was, everyone's like, let's drop some games, bro. Oh, you my God. I played so yeah. many games in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Which we might be having a second one now, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. Matt, did you have any um games you want to talk about that you played recently that you had a good experience with? Mmm... Oh, you just been playing Terror. Uh, yeah, because that KDA event's out. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm close to getting all the uh, gems for it. So I think I need a, probably another like eighty gems, and I'll complete it with the event. And uh, I'm also trying to get the diamond again, because um, I have to really rank up. Because I didn't rank for a whole season, so then I started in iron again. So I'm going all the way back up. So yeah, it's kind of kind. Yeah, my armor got fucked. So it's kind of rough. <laughs> long, a lot of playing, but it's fun because it actually gives me time to like. Try the new decks, new thing, new things like that, and also um, get all those like gems that I want. Um, only downside is I kind of want to play TFT because I'm actually really like the uh, rotations they have right now. 
I think Squadrons was a lot of fun. Sorry. No, you're good. I think Squadrons was a lot of fun. That's probably the last game that I've played. There's a lot of games that are coming. I kind of want to get Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I heard it's actually very good. Uh, And I can get that for PC right now. But I don't know. I just... I want to do one thing at a time. So I'm now just going to focus on Runeterra and then go after that uh, next. Talking talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. um, So I play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And okay, so basically all the Assassin's Creeds now are kind of like cookie cutter, like kind of like the same thing, basically. It's basically the same game, but just in a different timeline. Yeah. Re-skin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I like, I understand, like, people enjoy the game. It's like, it just, oh, games feel so similar to me. It's like kind of frustrating. Yeah. Well, like, that's why, want... like, when I think Odyssey came out, that was the first newer one, right? Uh-huh. Or Origins. Uh-huh. It was Origins. It was like the one in Africa or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, so I, that was a lot of fun. Really fun, but I've seen gameplay of Valhalla. And I was like, "This is like, I mean, it might it might be what they're doing, I guess, because like it's so a, like a less to, stealthy and more of a hack and slash, and you get to like rape and pillage and kind of stuff. Well, you can do you can do like yeah, you can do whatever. Like I was listening to Shroud, and it's like someone asked him, was like, "Is this game of the year?" Shroud's like, "Hell no! This the people uh, people that make Assassin's Creed don't make Assassin's Creed to be game of the year." Yeah, Ubisoft is not going. I mean, I would say their first two Assassin's Creed games were like it was so new, it was so amazing. The story was awesome. Yeah, well, like now though, yeah. But now, yeah, now it's more just they're, like they're reskin. Like very specific. There's a demographic they're trying to hit. Yeah, and it's not well, the game of the year. Origins came out, and like I wasn't even like I was like almost beaten Origins, and then they were like uh, now announcing Odyssey, and I was like, you guys just came out of Origins, like a new <laughs> Assassin's Creed every year. Then Origins came out. Now we have Valhalla, and I'm just like. Okay, I see what they're doing, which is fine. I'm not, I'm not hating it. I would do the same shit if I could, but it's definitely like same graphics, same everything. They're just reskinned it real quick, so it's easy to pump out these games because they're not like they don't have to yeah, rebuild from the ground up. Engine, yeah, it's yeah. Just like... It's just it's all there. So like my thing is like I don't know, man. I but, feel like because like you play you played the game in a whole different setting, like at the same time you have to keep the same assassin's creed game but like i feel like there's just more that, that they could do and maybe maybe like i said maybe they're just not trying to do that which i kind of understand it's, it's like maybe they're I'm trying scared to, hit, to get away from you know they're trying to hit a very specific yeah. demographic and they're doing it's it not broke well. don't fix it you know exactly so it's like and i think I now they would try to do more but at the same time i understand and i think they're trying to utilize that like program like everything they have settled in now to their to the full potential like trying to just pump all these games out and i think once like the new game comes out and they have to start using the new Unreal Engine, it'll be a break and then they'll pump it out again. But yeah. I feel like they're running out of timelines eventually. But uh, I, I bet there's gonna be like a caveman <laughs> one or some stupid <laughs> shit. Be be in the future, okay? Yeah. And shit. But um, I mean, like, <laughs> but Pokemon. I mean, Nintendo's doing the same thing or Game Freak or whatever. I mean, they're doing um, they're they're basically reskinning all these old Pokemon games. I mean, they did uh, which I I, I guess we're kind of getting close to that anyways, but uh. Gold and Silver are going to the Switch. It's pretty no longer. It, they haven't like announced it, but it's not really a rumor anymore. It's going to happen. It's it's going. Everything that's been kind of looked after is happening, and uh, it's also pretty much confirmed that it's going to be like either Pokemon Eevee or like Sword and Shield. I think they're going to more go the Sword and Shield route. Um, but it's they, it's all there. It's they just have to. I mean, it's going to be so easy for them to reskin Pokemon, especially like. Eevee and Pikachu to just be Sword and Shield. I mean, um, Gold and Silver. Gold you just have silver. to add the what the Johto region, and that's it. The game's it, that's the game. And they're <laughs> gonna do the same thing to Sapphire and probably Black and White. I think they're, they're gonna revamp them all, 
And then yeah. that's what they're going to do probably like every like years. Okay, here's it- gold and silver. And then, then the year after that, they'll be like, here is, I don't know, star and nebula. I have no idea what they're going to do. But Is it me that it just We're feels- running out of objects. Yeah. <laughs> is it, me that it, just, it just feels different between the Pokemon ports. Like, okay, the Pokemon like, you know, remakes and like they're on the same engine basically. It's going to be basically the same game reskinned. But it feels different than having Assassin's Creed be basically the same game reskinned. I agree. It, it um, feels different. Like, there's yeah. a whole game type. Is well, because you're basically... It's tough to say because you could easily make the argument that when you play all the Pokemon games, you're basically playing the same game. But it, it yeah. just... I agree. If you if you know... If you played all the games, you know what I what we mean. It feels way different. And I agree with you, Trim. And when you play all the Assassin's Creed games... It feels kind of the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're just like, all right, I'm assassinating people. I have to go here and do this, do that. And then I go back to my home base. Whereas Pokemon's an adventure and a journey. And yeah. I think that's the difference. Whereas Pokemon, you have different gym leaders, different like Pokemon, like everything's like. Very yeah. Different. And I think Assassin's like, Creed, like enemies. killing a Viking and killing a Egyptian horse rider is the same shit. <laughs> Both people <laughs> that you go. the same way, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that much different. So it'll be. Uh, I don't know. I think hopefully after Valhalla they take a little break, just because I feel like it's a little too much. But I mean, if they're making money, they're gonna make a killing on Valhalla. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I mean I, like I said, I think I feel like they could do more, but at the same time, I understand why they don't. Yeah. And just what, real quick, um, just uh, backtracking real quick. I know we were talking about uh, our recent game experiences. I know Ray wanted to ask me about Watch Dogs because I've been yeah, I've been, you been playing. You've been grinding it out, so I wanted to and know. I, and like I said, I was a uh, a few episodes ago. I always said I was really excited for this game, and I still am. I really love it. Um, you, uh, the game is more of a. So before you played like one person, and like you could do like a bunch of different stuff and whatever. This game, like you could kind of, you recruit people, and you could. Each person has a different. Oh. They have different things that they do better than other people. Like so, like so, I just unlocked a getaway driver, which they they have cars that can like hack everything around them and like make sure you have a clear space to go through and stuff like that. Then so they're really good at like you know driving, driving missions or stuff like that. There's also I've been playing a lot of this guy who's a drone expert who has a drone that can just like fly around like shoot people. It's really good to be kind of stealthy. I kind of like that guy. There's, but what I really like about the game is that like, you can't just pick one person and play that person for the entire game because there's definitely scenarios where you need. The other guy with the different abilities. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's uh there I, I went I went to this mission with uh with the more of a stealthy guy kind of just like does like some hacky stuff and does like drone things, and at the end of the mission they don't, t- they don't tell you this at the end of the mission you get into this, a huge firefight and like there's no way around it you're in a firefight you need guns and the, I didn't upgrade any of my guns so all I have is a fucking yeah. pistol and so like I died <laughs> I died I pick another character I died again. And so I couldn't get past the mission. So, so I had to restart the mission, but I had to go recruit a hitman who has cool. more arsenal, right? Who has actual guns. And then I can finally beat the mission because I can actually kill people, like, efficiently. And so I kind of think... I really enjoyed that aspect of the game. was, like, you can have a favorite, but you can't pick it for every mission. And, like, every yeah. mission has, like, a certain way that is, like, most efficient. You can do it with other, you know, stuff. You, I can play that firefight mission with... The hacker guy, you know, I probably could beat it if I upgraded like some like more guns and stuff like that. But or if you got good, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. I just okay, <laughs> I just I just didn't. And so like the other the other mission was like, you know, more beneficial for the hitman guy. And I think the game is really cool like that. And uh, I really enjoy the storyline so far. If the storyline is like about you, uh, you kind you kind of play like a hacker group, which is like basically like I guess you could say is anonymous in our day and age, maybe. But like, 
the story is they get framed and like you know they're, they're trying to stop like human trafficking and like and like some super futuristic like storing your brain in like a database and like kind of recreating it and so but then you become a zombie because you're just in a database you're just data basically but you have a consciousness it's really intense but anyway um okay. yeah I just, I just really enjoy the game uh i really like playing a stealth game so i kind of play the game kind of more stealthy if i can and it's just like it's cool you know i don't have to it's not super hard or anything like that it's kind of like a just chill like are there different different difficulties you could play on so the just... difficulties is like so i said um and one of the missions i died so you and, and so the... you changed the settings to easy all right cool. <laughs> no in the mission <laughs> in the mission i died and uh, at the difficulty i'm at right now they just like they go to the hospital and you can get them back later and the other missions they die they like they're dead you can't use them anymore and so like there's like so when you walk around the town there's like uh, a normal person could have like a couple traits and like you and like you know but you but the really like a uh, good characters that you want to recruit onto your team have like at least four traits but they're they're rare and so if you lose like if you're playing on a higher difficulty you lose one of those characters with the with like one of the like four traits basically like really good they're gone you're forever gonna, they're gone forever and you're gonna have, you're gonna have a hard time finding another person like that shit so okay. i mean i'm not playing on that difficulty but you know i'm just saying yeah. you could no, that's cool. Anyway, just just want to put it out there. I really I really enjoy playing Watch Dogs right now. Um, if you're listening, and you're kind of on the fence about it. I'd say get it. It's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Um, one thing I can't believe we took so long to talk about this. Uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Gotta talk about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who may not know, there's a lot of J- Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, have broken up. There was a big allegations of Johnny Depp being physically and um, like mentally Probably. abusive to her. Yeah. Uh, went to court. A lot of things kind of came out during court, especially a uh, specific voicemail that came from her. That's like literally her like threatening him and being like totally crazy. And Johnny Depp kind of sounding pretty chill and like, all right, hey, whoa, easy now. Um, that being said, that does not mean that he did not do the things that was said, but. Point is, they settled, uh, which all I'm going to say is that does not mean you are guilty. That means that when you are a multimillionaire and actor and the world is watching this case, it's way better just to be like, what do you want? And then end it there. That's that's how I feel. I think a lot of big cases when you're a celebrity finish that way because it's just like the world is watching. Millions of people are watching you break up and that's a shitty feeling. You don't want it to fold out completely because it might get worse. Yeah. Like, it's just like, let's just finish this here. And I think, so anyways, finally, after all these things and allegations and whatever settlement, Warner Brothers decided to drop Johnny Depp from being Grindelwald in the third Fantastic Beasts movie. Um Dropped them from all his, all their projects too, like any right. future. Real quick, I swear, Pirates of the I, Caribbeans. Sorry, I swear, all of this was like this. This has been going on for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, like, I thought this was settled. I'm surprised thought, out of nowhere like, this came back up again. So yeah, I thought it was already settled and that like Depp was cleared. Yeah, basically. That's what I thought basically. Well, I guess not. I don't know. Well, so I think you're not the only one who thinks that because the community has been outraged they now are like okay you want to kick off johnny depp whatever we think amber heard should be kicked off of aquaman as playing as uh, mira i think her name is um uh, there's almost a million which doesn't mean shit but there's almost a million um signatures saying to get her removed someone even put a rendition of amelia clark being the new mira like put her in made her look like a 
mermaid kind of thing and it actually looked oh. kind of cool so people were like really against it so it just goes to show you that Warner Brothers just don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, <laughs> and on top of all of this, yeah. they still have to pay Johnny Depp seven figures because okay. in his contract, he just paid just for signing that contract and he filmed one scene. So he's going to get paid more than all of the other actors for doing one scene. And honestly, I bet Johnny Depp, I mean, I, bet, I guarantee if Warner Brothers is like, hey man, sorry, let's all bring right. you back on. I guarantee he says, fuck you guys. <laughs> takes his fucking mill and does whatever he wants and i think warner brothers i don't i i feel like the the issue why people want to get rid of amber heard is because she did the same thing she was also which was proven physically and also verbally yeah. abusive to johnny depp so if you're going to play this whole like equality and try to be protective thing you gotta get rid of both of them. of them yeah you gotta ask both of them they both they both 50 yeah. 50 yeah, yeah. 50 50. they got rid of johnny depp yeah. in the first round found out that he wasn't the imposter yeah. you gotta get rid of amber heard now listen listen this is my opinion but i i think they got rid of the the better actor oh yeah 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 the only good thing i think is that is that johnny depp's grindelwald wasn't super active in the movie he's very has very small scenes and that's part of the character it's nothing against yeah. johnny depp or the character he's just very like but, he's the antagonist that you barely see doing all these crazy things behind the scenes like like uh i don't know, like palpatine in star wars like you don't yeah. see him all that often in the older in the older ones he's just kind of but, there so replacing him is definitely easier than replacing amber heard but yeah the point is if you're going to be fairness if you're going to come up being like we think the unjust stuff that johnny depp did requires his removal then you gotta do the play the same fucking game with Amber Heard, and it really sh- like you know, we're, we're playing this. Uh, you know, that's this is what it is. It's what you kind of got to do. And I think Warner Brothers put themselves between a rock and a hard spot because I think they're gonna have to get rid of her. Yeah, but the the thing is, is you're basically saying that he can't work on any of your projects. I think well, okay, yeah, in the future. Why? Like, why actually Johnny Depp? Because uh, they like thought it, it was a, a bad PR that this guy I mean, like potentially beat and mentally abused his wife. Rex wife. I thought he was cleared. Is he not cleared? Is he? Uh, is he? Is he abusive? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. That's I the thing. I think it was pretty much cleared, but I think it's like the stigma. You, that yeah, like... it's like the stigma. Listen, it's kind of like <laughs> with uh, Kobe and the whole rape allegation. There are people to this day who still think, you know, and R.I.P. Kobe, that still think he's a rapist. Does not matter that he was cleared. He settled all this stuff. There are tons of people that when he died, they were like, "I can't people care that this rapist died." And you're like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, they might know. be worried about like future instances also. Like, yeah. okay, like this guy has like this drama or like you know, drama follows him, right? But so like Amber want... Word is fucking crazy. Like, yeah, that chick's nuts. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. That she just had a. She's a bat case, man. How did uh? <laughs> How did Johnny Depp go all the way here not knowing that she was crazy? Uh, because she's hot and he's <laughs> looking at that puss. He was thinking of his cock. That's what he was doing. I guess so. Sometimes, you, sometimes your brain doesn't work when it comes well, to... Well, the other love. brain works more. And that's not a good thing. You don't have the correct blood flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was thinking about, the wrong, thinking about the wrong head. But you know what? I mean, end of the day, I mean, he gets rid of Amber Heard. They settled. And now he gets another million dollars. After they've already broken up, so none of that's hers. Uh, I think Johnny Depp kind of wins. And yeah. 
it probably feels good for him to see the public outrage of him getting outed and Amber Heard still staying in. So I think that's going to change. But Well, I mean, when the whole thing was happening, his name got fucking ruined, dude. Oh, it yeah. Fucked. Yeah. It was absolutely fucked. And, like, nothing was confirmed yet either, but it was already just fucked. And so, yeah. like, well, a lot, but a lot of things came out showing that it was the other way around, really, that she's just a yeah. fucking nutcase. And like I exactly. said, none of us are there. So I don't want to assume that he didn't do anything wrong. But... Yeah. Well, the problem is, even if he didn't do anything wrong, the, the fact that that information was in a headline, people don't come back to check on the story later sometimes. No, nope, like, it's game uh, over. It's just that's like, it. this guy's an asshole. I'm not doing yep, anything related it. to him. And you're cut off and you're canceled. Which is crazy because he is an amazing actor. I mean, yeah. and, I, and, and like I said, if he really did do some really fucked up shit, then yeah, out that guy. That sucks. I don't care how good of an actor you are. But it really did. But it was very unclear and really showed that like, like what you said, Trina, he it was kind of proven that he didn't really do anything wrong. So, like, now you're doing this unjust thing. And then, like, like I thought all this was said and done, too. So now to out of now it seems so strange. Yeah, like... It's out of the blue. It's weird. So, I don't know. I don't, kinda, I don't feel good about it. For the movies. Yeah, I don't feel good about it. But uh, Warner Brothers really fucking shot themselves in the foot because they lost a million, <laughs> lost a great actor. And now... There's so much public outrage about her being in the other movie. They're probably going to get rid of her and recast. It's going to be a nightmare for them. They're like we say every time. I don't know who the fuck's running uh, fucking Warner Brothers, but you're an idiot. You need to get the guy who runs Riot to come in. You know what Riot should do? Riot should buy Warner Brothers because those guys got brains and they should do it. Your DC movies weren't performing well. Oh boy. Yeah. Now you're just fucking over everything. You just you just fucked over Harry Potter, which is like a brain dead, like easy mil- millions of dollars to make, and you just are ruining that now too. So, good job, Warner <laughs> Brothers. Good job. So You're great so far. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what else we got going on? Um, let's see. Should we talk about uh some uh, real sports and close this out? Uh, I think we should uh, just give a shout out real quick to uh, some big figures that have passed over the recent week. Um, Alex Trebek. And uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery, yeah. It's all pretty if you didn't know. If you didn't know, you're living in a rock rally. But yeah. yeah so well, was Alex Trebek was battling with pancreatic cancer, which is usually a death sentence for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And uh, I, I heard, I mean, I read that like his last like few months or whatever, he just kind of was with his family and stuff like that. So that's good. I mean, it yeah, sucks that his family around. And yeah. Was... So that's good. It's still so sad. And yeah. cancer's a bitch, man. And. Sean Connery, I think he just kind of died of old age, or yeah, he was like ninety, right? Yeah, and yeah. still sad. I mean, such a great actor. Uh, mm-hmm. So we lost two great souls with like within like a week of each other, and it's super sad. Uh, definitely shout outs to them, and they are amazing people. And uh, you know, I just kind of hope their families are doing okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's got it's got to be at least comforting for at least the families of like especially of Alex Rebecca you know that he had such an impact on people over the over the past like I don't know how long was he on Jeopardy for like 30 years like, <sighs> like yeah a long time, time dude I used yeah. to watch Jeopardy like after dinner like you'd eat at like 6 30 and then Jeopardy yeah, it's, it's, would come on it's and common just, to like, a lot of people watch Jeopardy with your family and just yeah. yeah it's a it's a it's it sucks that he's gone, but it's got, like I said it's gotta be comforting to at least the family to know that he had such an impact on a lot of people yeah and that he doesn't have to like keep battling this fucking shitty ass exactly. cancer anymore yeah. uh that, that's one of those like yo pancreatic cancer is it's a nightmare man so mm-hmm. so and yeah, it's like, like give a shout out to that you know just yeah paying respects yep all right then well 
uh, NBA thinking about starting the season in uh, December? All right, yo, this is a uh, this is some big news because um, typically um, the way the NBA season goes, it typically starts in October and ends in the middle of June with the playoffs. Um, but be, due to Corona, um, the NBA season was canceled in, I think, the middle of March. And then they reopened with the bubble um, July 7th, which is after they're typically done playing. Um, and then that ended, the bubble ended like a couple weeks ago on October 11th. Um, so basically, players who would have normally had rest from june to october or november don't get that same rest i mean if you think about the teams who are in the finals miami and the lakers um they basically had from october to december to rest which is which sucks for their families because that's a good time for them to see their families and hang out and just kind of like just chill and be a normal person for a little bit but also, like, you think about older players like LeBron James, who typically have three, four months to rest. Now they have two months. Yeah. While players who weren't invited to the bubble, which, you know, starting from March, they would have had almost a third, three-fourths of a year to just chill. Sit and Fuck rest. off and do whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so pretty... like... Is this is this confirmed? Is this, like, are they so basically, because from what I heard, uh, they could lose up to a billion dollars if they don't have the Christmas Day games. I mean, makes sense. That's what it is. It's, yeah. At the end of the day, I feel for the players, but you work for a business. You're an employee technically, and that's kind of what it is. I feel sad that they can't get the full rest and be with their families and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but coronavirus changed a lot of things with our lives and this is one of them and it's just a shitty year overall and i think it's one of those things that you're just gonna have to i mean you're just gonna have to suck it up and that's just what it is now there's rumors that some players will just kind of take like a month off like lebron said he's not gonna play for the first month or two uh which brings me back to the last point but that you can leave fuck off for an entire third of the season and still go to the finals so <laughs> it's not that big of a deal but then the issue is is you're not having LeBron play. People may not want to watch the games because he's yep. not playing. So it's a money thing too. So it's it's a lot kind of going on, uh, and we'll just kind of see what what happens. But Wait, we're, talk, so we're talking okay. billions of dollars just being yeah, lost. They, they, they don't start they're, in December. they're projected to lose like a I mean because that's money. like that's like coming up really soon. Is it like do they have a decision or are they like it's it's basically I, I, it's happening. It, it's like pretty much confirmed that they're starting sometime in December. So I mean, yeah, sucks for the players, but you kind of agree, you know, you are, you are contracted, you're an athlete, you're under the organization. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm really curious as to where they go and like in terms of ending, if they're just gonna shorten the season and then end like at the normal like June date and then restart like normally, or if they're gonna try to play a full 82 games and push it out further and move like the normal start date of the NBA. Well, now with with the crazy thing is. is we might be getting another quarantine mode, man. Yep. So who knows? I mean, that that's going to decide a lot of shit too. So uh, there's a lot of uncertainty and this just life right now, especially the sports world and stuff. Lockdown, dude. Yeah, because I think what Portland is yeah, doing, like a no, mad. no, like a no travel. A couple other cities doing no travel stuff. I mean, 
Nevada, Sislak just said, um, stay at home. There's rumors that on Monday he's going to issue some sort of lockdown. So Washington's uh, governor, uh, was called insisted that people don't go. Yeah, that's what that's what Sislak did. But I think the numbers are going to keep going up because it's winter and that's just what's going to happen. And people I mean, are going to visit their families. And, and you're not locked down. I mean, so people are going to travel. I mean, it's what's what it's going to happen. Cool, yeah. So we're just going to see what happens. So, yep. Um, what else we got going on? Uh, oh, I guess the, the biggest thing would be uh, Izzy. Uh, oh, uh, quick thing. Um, the Bucks got destroyed by the Saints. Holy shit. Oh, was yeah. It, what was it like three to like 40? It was like 38 to three or something. And the Steelers are still 8 0, maybe 9 0 now. So, yeah. That's kind of what's going on in football. I don't really care about football right now because my team sucks, and my both my fan <laughs> and both my let's, fantasy teams suck. About that man, let's talk about that. You want to get something <laughs> off your chest? No, man. I just want. The, I actually hope the Cowboys just keep losing, and uh, even though they almost beat the Steelers, uh, but are they, are they still top of the division? No, they're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I hope uh, uh, we can talk about standings. So right now in the AFC East, which is where the Cowboys are, uh, or NFC East, sorry. We got the Eagles are ahead with a three and four one record. They are top of the division above Washington, which is two and six and O and the Cowboys and the Giants are both two and seven. This is by far the worst uh, (laughs) league or division ever. Not only ever, but it's kind of been that way consistently Like like. People Kingdom always gave shit to the, the the Patriots for winning, going to the Super like the uh, playoff stuff because they had like have such a bad division. Uh, that division has probably been a lot stronger than the fucking NFC East for quite a while now. I mean, the I mean the Eagles, the Giants, and the and Washington they they are just all four uh, of these teams are trash. Super Bowl champions just a couple years ago, right? So. Yeah, it's yeah. trash. It's East trash. <laughs> trash, 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 trash. Um, but other than that, um, uh, most we got going on. Uh, Izzy, so uh, Israel uh, Adesanya, he is gonna go and try to get uh, two belts. He is going confirmed, going to go up to the light, uh, light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who. Uh, fuck, they just started fight. They that uh, the I'm light heavyweight just got determined because John Jones just vacated. It. I can't remember who the fuck the champion. Uh, it Trump. is uh Jan Blakovich. Blackshowitz. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I'm, yeah, I remember, I remember seeing that fight now. Yeah. Yeah, um, he beat that Diego guy, I think, who actually gave John Jones a run for his money. We all watched that fight. Um, but now Izzy's going to come up and gain some weight and fight him. And it's pretty interesting. It would have been way cooler to watch that versus John Jones. But I personally think John Jones don't want none of that. You think he's scared? Yeah, I think he's scared. Uh, you think he's kind of ruining his, uh, ruining his record? Yeah, I think so. Because right now, the only thing that's defending his record is that. The fact that he hasn't fought like Izzy or, well, basically Izzy, yeah, uh, and he's like you know he barely survived. Uh, what's it called the the Reyes fight? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He, John Jones, pretty old, man. Yeah, I, I was watching that fight, and when they gave it to John Jones, I was kind of like, okay, I could see the reasoning. I wasn't really upset about it, it was, but like, yeah, it was it close, was, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I, don't know, I will but. say that. The, here's the thing. There is nothing stopping John Jones from saying, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go down to light, stay at light heavyweight and fight Izzy. And it could not even be for a belt. It could just be Izzy versus 
John Jones, and they could go fucking at it, and that would make so much millions of dollars. So much money. I think John Jones is scared because Izzy's going up. John Jones could stay down, man. Was it John Jones vacated the belt just like? Very, very recently. It wasn't like the last like, yeah. few months or something. Yeah, like so I mean, it's like, not like he could just be whoa. like, you know what? Yeah, I think he's scared. Well, I mean, because like, well, like, to, to go from, you know, light heavyweight to heavyweight, I mean, if he's going to, you know, he, I think he plans on staying in heavyweight. He doesn't plan on like jumping between divisions. So he's probably yeah. trying to pack on pounds like pretty effectively. And yeah, he, but he's they, already in that, like, these guys are masters of gaining and losing weight. It's only been a little bit since he decided to go up to heavyweight. He could. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Izzy would be like, you want to come back and have an extra month or two to lose the weight to get back to me? Let's do it. I'm sure Izzy would be down. Izzy would take that fight. Izzy's going up and or John Jones honestly. could stay. So does he want does he want both does he want both titles or does he want the John Jones fight? So Which as far as I know, all the interviews I've heard, Izzy wants to fight the best. Yeah, he wants to fight the best. I don't I don't think he cares about I'm sure he wants the belt. I'm sure it adds some sort of like the money of the Izzy John Jones fight would be nuts. It'd be stupid. Oh my god! So so yeah, I I think Izzy'd be down, man. But maybe I'm wrong. John Jones used to look really to watch that. Yeah, John Jones used to look insanely dominant until recently. He's like kind of skirted across his last few fights, and like he wins, but not like in a dominant fashion like he used to. Yeah, no, I agree. So um, that's pretty interesting. I think it would be cool to see Izzy. So Izzy is very tall and lanky, and I could definitely see him going to light heavyweight and be just as dominant. Um, we'll see. I mean, you never know what happens. You pack on the weight, you're going to a different division. But, I mean, I think he can definitely do it. I mean, he's a great fighter overall. Very good fighting, you know, intelligence, IQ, I guess, whatever you want to call it. And we'll see. He's very smart, yeah. Yeah. He's a very te- technical fighter. Yeah. So, uh, anything else, guys, before we wrap this up? Oh, thanks for listening. Yeah, all right. Well, thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening, guys. We will have a video up this time. Sorry for who didn't watch the video. All, like, two of you who got, um... <laughs> you'll, you'll see. What? Yeah. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, I, that is Ray, who does the editing and puts the videos on YouTube. So, just remember that if you ever watch do not it. Play, do not I play don't me. know what you're talking about, dude. That was a group effort. <laughs> I told you what was going down. You trolled yourself. Yeah, whatever. All right, guys. <laughs> take care. Peace.